This episode of the award-winning, award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by houses. No, not the houses that are on Pose or on um, our favorite Netflix shows, um, but the houses that are on American Horror Story. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, murder house. (laughs) Constance Langdon walked down those fucking stairs and told the girls... This is my fucking house. And I'm absolutely here for it this week. There is nothing that has been said over the last seven days since we came to you and reported uh, the gay news that has been more profound than telling the girl that walked into your house saying she just bought your house. Then this is my fucking house, girl. You can step the fuck on on the other side of the door. Yeah. This is not your house. I've been here. This is mine. This is my shit. And I said that to my fellow podcasters as well. Hello. Oh, including me or excluding? I don't know. Am I getting the shade or am I in the house or am I a house guest or can I stay the weekend? You currently have a key. Wow. This is the Here For It podcast. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, a.k.a. the gay Luke Cage, B.K.A. the Diamond Prince. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. Make sure you guys are using our official hashtag on the internet, hashtag HerefordHive. You can see where people have bought their merch, um, are listening to our episodes, and see where hoes is hating. Cause, they also said that you were Brother someone. Nature's replacement. Thank you so much because <laughs> I was out here. Come on out. Come on out. You done had enough. The other girls got to eat. <laughs> I actually do love that video, but I didn't want to say it out loud because that guy in the video, are they camels or what is he feeding in the little? I think they're llamas. It's a little field where he's driving around. He's got yeah. his little. It's like a petting zoo safari or something. Uh Uh-uh, you hoggish. Say something for the other girls. (laughs) Southern country. If you don't know no Memphis, northern Mississippi accent, that is where that is from. I don't give a fuck. He is from that area. Not Alabama, not Texas, not Louisiana. northern Mississippi. It's very... Very that. (laughs) Um... The word of the day this week is Narcan. Okay. Um, if you don't know what... spelled it? Narcan. N-A-R-C-A-N. Narcan. Okay. Um, it is the uh, brand name of a drug that is used to counteract opioids uh, when you have overdosed in opioids. So a oh, lot of... You can retract the opioids? Well, it draws the opioids in to your system, so it's not like going directly into your bloodstream. Okay. As much as it would had... The Narcan not be present. Okay. But um, a lot of EMTs, a lot of paramedics, and definitely in a lot of emergency rooms, they have Narcan readily available all the time because people come in with opioid overdoses, uh, overdoses <clears throat> either suicide attempts or they was just doing too many drugs and didn't realize they had just done too fucking many. Um, and you can point to some of your favorite celebrities this past year that were victims of that. Amy Winehouse. Wow. Um, but Narcan is now available, readily available, over the counter. You can get it in 46 different states um, with a prescription from your doctor where you can actually have Narcan in your own home in case anything happens. If you know you are someone that takes Oxycontin 
um, is one of the girls that takes Xannies, Xanax, um, recreationally, you should have Narcan available because you don't want to wait for your local EMTs to get to you with the Narcan if someone can administer the Narcan before they get there to possibly save your life. So I thought it was a great news subject. And again, I don't think a lot of people knew the word Narcan, but it should be very, very uh, known. And it's very, very important to people that might be in the Zanny and other party drugs landscape. Um, and definitely if you are on anything heavier, uh, heroin. Uh, a lot of people doing oxy. A lot of heroin of, overdoses. Yeah, the and so you can you can have that around you. So in case if you are just going to do these drugs, you are addicted to these drugs. These drugs don't kill you. So Narcan it is an antidote to opioids and extremely extremely effective. Uh, there's really not many cases when um, Nar Narcan is not introduced to someone that is having an opioid overdose that it's not effective. Like you have to be almost dead for it to not work. Um, and so I thought it was it's it's very important now that people know that it's over the counter because a lot of times people just thought you had to get it from a, a healthcare provider, but you can get it at your local Walgreens, local CVS, get a prescription and be taken care of. Word of the day: W E R D is Narcan. Um, I was going to say something, but I forgot what it was because I was excited about the word of the day. I really liked it. No, my question was regarding prescription. Um, so if I go into the Walgreens and I'm falling out, the pharmacist at the Walgreens can give me Narcan or is it something on the shelf that I can get for $50? Um, what are you pharmacists, saying? Pharmacists aren't practitioners. They're the availability prescribers. Of it. Cause yeah. they have many clinics in a lot of these Walgreens. Yeah. And, things. and so if, if, um, a nurse practitioner is there, okay. a nurse practitioner can provide it. Yes. But pharmacists aren't practitioners. Pharmacists are. Yeah. They just They're give out doses. They can't prescribe doses. Because, girl, you can't be doing both like the um, governor of Georgia. Well, yeah. We'll Trash. get there. Trash as well. <laughs> um, the affirmation that I think is extremely important this week is trans people are still and will always be people. Trump, Valid. Listen closely. Is that what this is about? Yes. Okay. Trans people are still and will always be people. Valid and above reproach of the current fraudulent ass administration. You are not going to erase 1.4 million people. You're not going to. I don't know what Donald Trump thought. Now, I would get outside and march for bottoms, but I'll go outside and march for my trans sisters. You can't, and brothers. You can't, Trump, you don't, he don't know how to deal with it, so he wants to erase it. And Donald Trump, you can't, because there are so, oh my gosh, I'm getting emotional already. It's so many people that support our trans sisters and brothers out here. And you can't. Oh, all right, I should let you finish. Okay. Uh -huh. Well, we can well, go. I'm, we, emotional we can go because, I'm emotional about it when it gets brought up because it's not fair. No, it's not at all. Um, I thought there was an important affirmation for this week because the New York Times uh, came out with the story about the Trump administration's um, current attempts to um, take away the identity of trans people in this mm -hmm. whole country. Um, the the story started off with the Trump administration is considering narrowly defining gender as a, a narrowly defining gender as a biological immutable condition determined by genitalia at birth. The most drastic move yet in a government wide effort to roll back recognition and protections of transgender people under federal civil rights laws. Um, 
this also comes at a critical time before midterm elections, which mm. is what this is really, really, really is about. Mm. It is really about getting people that don't want to see trans people having rights out to vote. Because those people overwhelm, overwhelmingly always vote in their conservative. Conservative. People and against and against other people's identity, against other people having rights, against other people having voices. And that's what it's about. Um what we need to remember and to hold dear to ourselves and fighting back is um, sex and gender are two very, very different things. Hey, Amen. These people don't realize that. They don't. The conservatives don't. Yes, the conservatives do not. They they are stuck in the 1940s and 1950s. Oh, my gosh. If you're born a boy, you should be a boy. If you're born a girl. Ma'am, I didn't have a choice. I was zero years old. Literally zero years old. I did not get a choice to decide if I wanted to grow up and live my... See the world and decide if I wanted to live my life as a male or female. And when I see the world and I say, hey, you know what? CMS, a.k.a. Medicare. I see the world differently than the gender assigned to me at birth. Medicare, the federal government insurance... And Medicaid, they will work with you to get things done. They're like, hey, you got to go see a psychologist for a year. You've got to be on these types of pills for six months to be, make sure that you're sure. And a lot of us will go through it because we are sure. If I was born male and I feel female, what doctor? Shit, I, like, I need to go see a doctor anyway. You only helping me by telling me that I have regularly scheduled appointments. <laughs> And they're free? Oh, okay. I'm on my way. OMW, girl. Um, when I'm zero years old, you can't tell me that when you were zero years old, day one, out of the um, coochie hole, that um, you was given this and you got to live with it for the rest of your life. No, bitch. I have choices and I have rights when I come out the coochie hole. Conservatives always want to... Oh, we care about pregnant women. Oh, we care about pregnant women. But as soon as the baby come out, conservatives no longer have, oh, the mother needs to get a job. Oh, the father needs to do this. Oh, the so-and-so. So now they're trying to say the baby needs to be able to tell if it identifies as a boy or a girl. I'm zero years old. Zero days years old. And you want to tell me that whatever straight people decide for the rest of my life, I have to live with it. I'm not here for it. And I know we're like 10 minutes into the show, but I'm not. I'm thoroughly pissed. And you should say your piece. Yeah, I'm also not here for it as well. <laughs> I'm not. Um, I'm not here for it. There are people who are identified as one sex when they are born, but identify their own gender as who they feel and who they know they really are throughout their lifetimes. Mm -hmm. And a decision made... Uh, just like my passionate co-host was saying, when you are born should not be carried with you through the rest of your life, especially when it is just a medical doctor that is only here to make sure that you are born healthy and your aftercare is done. You should not have control over the rest of my life because you're a doctor. Mm. You should have control over cutting my umbilical cord, uh, am I going to get a circumcision or not? Get my mama's placenta out. That's really the rest. That's all. One, two, three. Bam. That's it. Pay you, him. You do not. You do not get to control 
someone's identity for the rest of their life. No. There are people that are born as a hermaphrodite with both sexes. Do they get identified the same way? No. Oh, this oh wow. Okay. They don't. Oh, I They don't because the doctor because the, the doctor can't the doctor can't say definitively male or female because mm-hmm. there is a penis and a vagina present. And so the parents have to make a, a, a decision then of which they would prefer their child to live as. And they're more likely to be conservative, aka more likely to be trash. So they don't get to decide for me. So I think I think that they should get a um a not it's not a permanent decision. You get to temporarily decide because I don't get a decision right now. I don't speak English yet. So you get to make a temporary decision. I get to make the permanent decision because this is my body, this is my life, and I get to live with my identity for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. You, as the doctor who delivers probably hundreds of babies a year, you don't get to decide the way that my life goes from here on out. Even my parents. Though you are my parents, you don't get to identify how my life is going to look for the next 50, 60, 70 years or however however old I live. Mm -hmm. Like if my parents and my grandparents had their way... Child. I would have been right. I would have been a heterosexual pastor. I oh my type. <laughs> I still would have been over in your inbox, double clicking. That was their and dream for me. They so really, they they a really pastor. Yes, my my grandmother was at the hospital when I when I was born, all the way up until a I was pastor. probably, huh? A pastor. Okay. Yeah, uh, from when I was born all the way up until um, I was a teenager. Prophesying that I was going to be a pastor, Amen. I was just, she just had seen it. The, the Lord had told her uh, she didn't know I was going to be a booty pastor, but she just knew I was going to be a pastor. Okay. Um, so I say all that to say again, um, there are one point four million transgender people. They are not going anywhere. Stop with your antics. Stop with your foolishness. And more importantly, um, ladies, gentlemen, huh. and anyone else however you identify yourself get your ass out to vote we have talked about it for the last few weeks um that is very and important. on all the podcasts you listen to all of us ain't out here saying the same thing for no reason it is very very important to register to vote so hopefully you guys have registered to vote by now sure. um Start early voting by by next week. A lot of places mm-hmm. uh, some are places doing starting early, now. Starting early voting. Do absentee ballot voting if you absolutely need to, because they are going to try to suppress the vote. There's going to be long ass lines. They're going to be having questions about your ID. Questions about is this the right place that you should be coming to vote? Cancel all that shit out the way. Get the absentee ballot in, and you know exactly that the shit is in and is good. Do not sit your ass at home and not vote. Everything depends on it. Amen. Um, in lighter news, Ooh, help me. Where am I fan? I, I am jealous of Naomi Osaka. Naomi, baby. O- <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I got neighbors. <laughs> Naomi Osaka. Naomi Osaka. Did I scream like a white woman? They might come check on me. Yes, they they might. <laughs> Lord. And we won't we won't be able to answer the door because we're still recording. Um, but Naomi Osaka. Has friends like I need friends. Okay. <laughs> Naomi Osaka has a friend in Ellen. Oh, 
<laughs> that set this bitch up. Now we don't know if um, Michael B. Jordan's dick is like fully free or not, mm. or is he still out here fucking these white girls? Mm. But the um, I just, the mm. mention the mention was enough. Mm. Like I just felt jealous for the bitch in that moment. Like. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan now knows who you are, and he's now taking pictures for you and mm. putting them up on the internet for you. What are you talking about? I'm talking about um, Naomi Osaka. Ellen. And Ellen. Ellen tweeted something. Yeah, she tweeted um, about being personally invited to see uh, Creed 2 mm. and posted an old picture of Michael B. Jordan. And Michael B. Jordan saw the old picture and updated the picture to a finer Michael B. Jordan picture. Who said, hey, um, what her name is? Naomi Osaka. Here's a more recent pic of me. Hope to see you at the premiere. What? <laughs> Michael B. Jordan! Want to see me at the premiere? Ah! What I'm doing Tuesday? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> I'm not recording here for a podcast on Tuesday. I don't know. I'm going to be in Atlanta. Not in Atlanta because there will be a cheap premiere. It's gonna I'm going to be in Los Angeles. I'm going to be oiling up these legs, getting some cute panties out in case I get <laughs> lucky that Michael B. Jordan is going to be I claimed close. it. I was going to claim it that I was already. What if- well, Naomi, I claim it for you because you're young. Um, you just won a title over Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is your year, like bitch. You already. She also winning. just lost like today or yesterday. But I don't know what what or where. But they said she lost between today and yesterday. But she didn't. lose? I think the Michael B. Jordan um, hype head got to where she lost. Oh, okay, that'll make you pussy cringe. You be thinking about that at work. <laughs> um, in any in any event, if I can lose a fight and still get Michael B. Jordan beat my pussy up. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> be my pussy up. How about that? <laughs> wow. Um, the BET uh, Awards, hip hop awards, the hip hop awards, they happen every October. Mm-hmm. Pre-recorded because the hip hop awards be, woo. Got to record first and see what happens. Somebody might get arrested. Very much. The ceremony. Very much. The FBI might be sitting outside with a warrant. There were two things um, that happened at the awards that I even paid attention to. The rest of it, I did not. I'm sorry, y'all, but I just didn't care oh, much. No, Cardi B had an awesome performance. She used all of her stripper abilities back, and talents. Back, backing it up. I'm she the queen looked, of talking shit. Then I'm backing it up. I throw a shoe at your ass. <laughs> I'm the queen of talking shit. Then I'm backing it up. Cardi B don't play. I love it. She had an awesome performance. <laughs> She really did. But then there was a category that came up um, that asked about the best verse. And mm. among the nominees, Motorsport won and Cardi B won. Oh, for real? Cardi B won for the best verse on Motorsport. Ooh, Barb's mad. That's why they leaked that song. <laughs> the Barb's was mad. That's why they leaked that song. Money. Because um, it didn't sound finished to me, no shit. It just really sounded like. They were not done with their little um money. They they were gonna add like two or three more. It sounded dollars. like culture did the money part, and culture just started learning <laughs> words. Um, yeah. but it didn't sound complete. But I um I am willing to argue with BET Hip Hop Awards that those about, verses were about each other. Well, no, no, no. That's clear and plain. Semantic. Now okay. that's clear and plain now. But Nicki Minaj had the best verse on Motorsport. Watch your man. You should, should watch, watch your mouth. mouth. Period. <laughs> like, 
Watch your man, cause Quavo is now <laughs> offset, um, jump, jump rope, whatever his name is, off key, <laughs> girl. It number- is, it is the it like on the whole song. I Cardi did have she had a really good flow. It was really fun, sweet. very really. memorable. Mm-hmm. But Nicki blazed it, just with them four words. Watch your man. Oh, five words. You should watch your mouth. That's like. That still rings true today. That's why she in court now. She just got... Because she wasn't watching her man. She wasn't watching her mouth. And she was sending niggas out to beat up bitches that was freely fucking Offset. Offset could have just... He comes more when I see him less. Well, girl, obviously you can't count. (laughs) You need to see him a little bit more. Okay. And that's what we gave the award to. I was like, well, no, no, no. It's a little inaccurate. I'm sorry. The girl's... Um, the drug coming up shout. So the in my first Gay Olympic award for 2019, because <laughs> oh we're definitely going to revisit we the Gay Olympics. We're definitely going to we revisit Gay, Gay Olympics in in 2019. I'm giving myself an award, also. Bless you. Um, Thank you. Nicki Minaj had the best verse on motorsport, and I'm going to give her the Gay Olympic award for that because she was robbed at the. Remember that in December. I will. Your memory. I will. No, no, no. No, I'm going to definitely remember that. 50 Cent apparently watches Noah's Ark as well. Oh. The ghetto. <laughs> the ghetto. 50 Cent there in the ghetto? He watching the game series? On he, DVD? He went back and forth. He went back and forth. Let me Google. <laughs> you said 50 Cent did what? He went back and forth with Jerome Tremell, I believe, on cents. Twitter. And... um. Basically cited a character from Noah's Ark, uh-huh. and um, the girls were like, "Wait, huh? How you know who that is?" <laughs> <laughs> and so quickly, I just want to say, growth. <laughs> it's growth. I'm excited for Fifty Cent. I'm excited for our heterosexual brethren to come along the journey that is gay TV, that is gay uh-huh. web, web series, gay series, gay movies, all the above. I want them to watch Pose. Um, I want them to retweet polls, make polls bigger, cameo, do all of these things. Yeah. And so, um, even if you're as problematic as 50 Cent is, um, he has, you know, like a following, a platform that can help some of True. these shows. Very. And so, if you can help Noah's Ark sell a couple more DVDs, get a couple more people to turn into, t- tune into polls, I'm here for it. Go for it. <sighs> So, this nigga, I used to suck his dick back in Memphis. Oh, wow. He got married this weekend. His marriage photos are all over my Instagram. But mm. trying to deal with that. I opened Instagram to go to 50 Cent, and these marriage photos are my. Well. Um, and so, what am I going to? 50 Cent's Instagram, you say? 50 Cent Instagram? Or you said 50 Cent on Twitter? Yeah. One or the other. Who knows? Also, okay. um, Pat Robertson. Who is that? He is a well-known evangelical pastor in this country that oh. uh, has millions of followers, millions of telefollowers. <sighs> has been problematic for gay people. I'm googling Pat. <laughs> oh, you're gonna find the shit. Okay. Um, been problematic for gay people. Been problematic for trans people. Been problematic for black people. Uh, as long as he's been quote unquote pastoring. He a white man. Yeah. Why he problematic to us? What we do to him? He's an old white evangelical. Oh, he hosts the um, Seven Hundred Club. Sometimes. Yeah, he hosts the Seven Hundred Club. So, 
This week he decided to put his religion down for a minute to talk politics. Okay. And if you are not aware about the uh, Washington Post journalist that was killed in Saudi Arabia um, last month, that is a really, really big hot topic issue in politics. Uh, he gave a interview where he was talking about not risking an arms deal here in the United States um, over the killing of a Washington Post journalist mm. in Turkey by Saudi Arabia. This is adding to the list of problematic things that he's already said again about gay, trans, and black people. I thought it was pointed um, because in the ghetto, we have a rule. If you hit my sister, oh, I got to hit I you don't, back. I don't. I got to do something because mama going to get me if I don't hit you back. I got to hit you back. I got to get you because if I don't, mama going to get me. I got to hit you back. And so in this country, <laughs> coming back to conservatives, they either weren't taught this ghetto rule or are ignoring this ghetto rule of when you hit my sister, I got to hit you back. Mm. And it don't necessarily have to be a fist to the face. I could read you. I could throw a book. I could throw a rock. I could um, tell the teacher on you when you cheat. Mom gonna ask me what I did. Mom gonna ask me what I did. I gotta do something. I gotta. I better. And so in this country right now, we're we're in a state of somebody killed one of our sisters. Wow. And we just gonna be like, we gonna fold our arms like I don't know. I didn't see nothing. I didn't see. Well, to the police we will, but in the hood we gonna gather edges. Well, in the in this specific case of Jamal Khashoggi, which was a, a Washington Post journalist, we're crossing our arms and saying we didn't see nothing. Right yeah, because Donald Trump was like, how many, I think it was like a $1.6 billion arm. I don't know the number. It was some ridiculous number. Donald Trump was like, even if it goes to Congress, we shouldn't um, turn down this arms deal. I think they want us to send them a couple planes and a couple bullets. For a couple of billion or something. Donald Trump, we cannot keep funding Saudi Arabia. If this man walked into the consulate, I want to say, in Saudi Arabia. Turkish consulate in Saudi Arabia to finalize a divorce. And then they sent somebody else out in his clothes. They sent a lookalike, very Beyonce lookalike realness, out in his clothes. And that person stopped to buy a birthday party or something like that. No, he he went to a very populous part of town in Istanbul where he could be lost. So he went in like it was a lot of people. Like imagine being in Times Square, yeah, and disappearing in Times Square, going into a building, taking off the clothes, and coming back out in your regular clothes. That's what he did. And so you know that we know that, and I don't even know that, and I don't even know what's going on all the way, and I comprehended what occurred. So you mean to tell me? The intelligence agency in Turkey, you say, did this. And this is the most intelligent thing they could come up with. First of all, shout out to their education. But um, this is the most intelligent thing that they could come up with. And we decipher that to where regular Americans can decipher that this shit ain't the truth. They sent out a lookalike, a J-Lo lookalike. Imagine me looking at a J-Lo lookalike coming out the damn Las Vegas hall. No, ma'am, you're not J-Lo. Where's J-Lo for real? They done killed this journalist, which you know gets me upset. I should let you tell the story. So this Turkish journalist went in the place to finalize his divorce. He was really... He was getting his marriage paperwork. He was really aggressive about the Saudi Arabia government, and they wanted him dead because he did his job. Yes. So they murdered him, 
And then they were like, we don't know what happened. And then they went, we do know what happened, but it wasn't under Saudi rules. It wasn't under us. We didn't tell nobody to do nothing. It was under those girls over there to the left. Main point, <laughs> Pat Robertson, sit the fuck down. Go away. Club You're old. No one's listening. Stop it. You are a problem. You are a cancer. Now, you are not say? helping anyone. One more time. What did he say? Uh, he, again, he he said that it's not worth it to uh, break up this arms deal with Saudi Arabia over one killed person. Like, in his own Ten Commandments, it don't tell you to not kill Do people. Do not kill. It's like number two <laughs> or number three or number one. So, like, in your own Ten Commandments that your God has told you to tell other people, you said, you're saying at the same time, uh, it's okay to kill, kill people as long as it's, you know, billion dollar deals involved. Kill them then. Fuck it. Fuck um, it. Fuck it. Bring the lube in. Girl. Pat Robinson was born March 22nd, 1930. Mm-hmm. What zodiac is that? Aries? No. Libra? Mm, no, Libra is now. Uh, that was a sh- Aries. Okay. Very confrontational. I believe that. Um, but it's time for you to retire your, your wig. 1930. Why are you still working? Clock out, ma'am. Pat Robinson. Vacation in Florida, whatever the girls do. Get you a, a shell offshore account and like hide your taxes. Just let it go. Hang it up flat screen. Oh, let it go. Frozen. Okay, never mind. Wow. Let it go. Um. Finally, thank you. Gay Star News is reporting um, again on the Trump administration. Who the is? is? I'm not reporting because like every time you mention Gay Star News, they're like, oh, "This should be a RonaldMatters.com article." But I'm also like, mm, I, "I get tired of this. Don't y'all get tired of this?" It is it is tiring. I understand oh that. My God. But it is important to be informed about the shit that is going on around you. Amen. This is important. I am not telling you to make sure you're registered to vote. I'm not telling you to make sure you vote for nothing. The Trump administration is trying to create a policy allowing federal contractors to discriminate against LGBTI people directly. The Trump administration is working on a new religious freedom policy. The policy, This policy would allow federal contractors to discriminate against LGBTI employees. This formal religious liberty regulation will affect businesses that have contracts with the United States government. According to BuzzFeed News, this would create a loophole in the Obama-era policy protecting LGBTI workers. This religious liberty order was first introduced and signed this past summer and is leaking now. The protections that President Obama gave federal workers during his time as president is coming to an end. They have no checks and balances. This president is not scared of no one. The Congress, as it stands right now, is not scared of no one. The only people that can change that is you. Get your black, gay ass out and vote. They're trying to take away protections for you to even be a fucking federal worker because you suck dick. You can't be a federal worker because you suck dick. Because you trans. You can't be a federal worker. How many federal workers do we have in this D.C. area that are gay right now? That are That's why they're mad. I was trying to wait to finish, but that's why they're mad. Somebody in a meeting that was LGBT told Trump the truth in a meeting. And he was like, we need to get these gay girls out of here. That's what it was, I'm sure. So, I mean, as as pretentious as some of these DC gays are, mm. 
Imagine when they start firing your ass because you wore pink um, to the last. On uh, Wednesdays we wear pink, girl. To the last gala. <laughs> Imagine, horse story on. on Wednesday we were pink What's uh, up? Uh, Imagine the unraveling um, Of so many Upstanding Gay citizens uh, That work for the federal government When they could just be fired at will This is don't ask don't tell coming to the federal government Who they gonna replace <laughs> Who they gonna replace <laughs> Who they gonna replace us with <laughs> We don't know Cause they're definitely not gonna ask the Mexicans to do it either the joke is who they gonna replace us with? Who they gonna, Tommy Lauren? Tommy Lauren can't have all the jobs. Well, Tommy Lauren this week was also uh, one upped as you said a, that was the last hot topic story. So she was also one upped as um, not the only white girl on TV that is gonna be racist. And so I say this ahead of Halloween this week because we won't be talking to you again until after Halloween. Oh my god. Um. Megan Kelly also needs to get on the same fucking thank you. train. So I was mad that you had one more hot topic, but thank you. <laughs> She's also one more girl that needs to get on the Pat Robinson train and go sit the fuck down somewhere. Yeah. Go the fuck away. Yep. We lost mm. Tamron Hall, Detroit's fucking finest, the badass mother. The lady mother- with the braids. No. What was her name on MSNBC? Well, that was Melissa Perry here. We that- M- Melissa, Melissa Harris Perry. Perry. Yeah, we lost her too. Yeah, we lost her too. But y'all gonna give Megan Kelly a goddamn 10 a.m. show. Melissa's show was at a different time slot. Yeah. Tamron Hall had the exact time slot that they gave <laughs> fucking Megan Kelly. We got rid of Tamron, fine ass, Melanin Hall. She had the cute Kelly Rowland, Bills, Bills, Bills haircut. Yes. <laughs> yes. My Detroit sister that tells it like it the fuck is. Okay. And don't give a fuck who's mad about it. Okay. We gave, we fired her and we gave Megan Kelly a time slot on MSNBC to be problematic and fuckerific as possible. This bitch got on TV this past week and said, I don't understand why why people are offended by, by blackface. Huh? Say it again. Huh? She said what? Say it in the same voice. <laughs> I don't understand why people are are, are offended by about by people in blackface. <laughs> Where have you been? Do you are you are you new to are you new to planet Earth? I was gonna say are you new to this country, but they do the same thing in other countries as well. But are you new to planet Earth? Like the shit was propagated as something funny for hundreds of years mm-hmm. to also. One, make fun of African Americans. Uh-huh. One, make fun of African Americans. Two, take the job of African Americans when they wanted African Americans to be betrayed, to... Uh, portrayed, but only be portrayed by white people. But we would make it look a little more consistent <gasps> by putting them in blackface. Uh, to the story where you get finished. Okay. Like, where the fuck? Where have you been? And I she refuse to believe been. that a journalist in. TV today does not know that story. Headlines because their little show, I don't know. They took a one hour away from something to give her her own series after she was fired from Fox. Because of course, Viacom, the parent company, owns all of the things. Viacom owns Fox. They own NBC. Viacom owns all of the opinions on the news. That's what we have to realize as consumers. Viacom owns all of it. So, um, Megan Kelly apologizes for defending blackface Halloween costumes. 
updated at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I saw she, that, but her apology was trash. Um, it's a three minute fifty seven second video, and I I just want to throw my phone like Naomi Campbell because I'm not about to. Well, one I can't. We're recording live, so I can't. Watch you don't have four don't, minute. You video. don't have to. You don't have to. I did. She's apologizing, and I don't. No. One of the wonderful things about my job is that I get the chance to express and hear a lot of opinions. Kelly said in an internal note. Today is one of those days where listening carefully to the other points of view, including my friends and colleagues, is leading me to rethink my own views. She studied English in school. She also knows a little marketing. So she's referencing where it was a collaborative effort, and she referred to her team, and they came up with this conclusion. Ma'am, I also went to school and studied English, and I studied a little marketing, so you can't fool me with this. Um... Okay, so shout out to my journalism. Um, I told you it was background. trash. It's trash. You still want to read it. It's trash. Oh, it's trash. <laughs> it's trash. It was not a fucking apology. She knew what the fuck she was saying when she fucking said it in the first place. She knew what it was when she fucking tried to apologize. She's trash. It's trash. Cancel it. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, the ratings are down, I'm sure. It's so. the lowest rating show in the morning. The 10, 11 o'clock. Because the view is on. I mean, like, the view continues to slide. It doesn't matter if um, the other girl who I don't like is there or not. The view. Raven? Virk- <laughs> All the continents. All the continents. You hear me? Um, American Horror Story Apocalypse happened this you. week. Um, it happens every week. Hope. Thank God they don't take like three in three weeks. No. American Horror Story gives it to you. Bitch, you better come back. You're going to miss it. And as I referenced at the top of the show, um, Jessica Lang. Stole the scene per you wig wig. I don't know what kind you got on, but it don't even matter. Nobody had any wigs on <laughs> when when she entered the room and came down the staircase. She it came down the staircase. Um, she mama also had a cigarette in her hand <laughs> because this is what my fucking house. I can smoke in here. I can smoke in here. It's my house, huh? Um, Billy Porter again. This episode, um, is I feel earning for him because he had to portray a heterosexual husband in order to make sure that this sale for this house went through. He didn't do a good portrayal. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I think that you overstated his acting abilities. If if you or anyone that else is thought my sister, no, my brister, no. No, no one was thinking that, he, he, including the gentleman that sold them the house. <laughs> and it was, and he he told them that they would have to burn sage uh, after learning about uh, thirty-seven deaths. I can't remember he how many like, was. Um, a lot of times, there'd be a lot of jokes about people buying this house, so I'm gonna have to go check. <laughs> but Billy, Billy Porter, Billy Porter, shape. Um, Billy Porter did his motherfucking thing as usual. Um, I love seeing him in this role. I would love seeing him and Madison in like a spinoff of just them doing like fucking witch and it warlock adventures because they play well off of each other yeah. and she's such a bitch and he's such a bitch like y'all there's some money that could be made there like they're not doing nothing next year I mean he's gonna probably be recording pose but she's not doing nothing so when he done <laughs> <laughs> yeah when he done with pose <laughs> when he done Cause he's the A list at this point. Um, Michael Langdon uh, is definitely the Antichrist. We find out in this episode. Spoiler alert! Mm. 
and he's not to be fucked with because he's killing, he's burning people's souls. And I that just that was scary. I don't know what Cordelia's gonna do. I'm scared for Cordelia. <laughs> that was scared. I'm scared for the big girl, Gabrielle Sidibe. Because <laughs> this is gonna be a lot to burn. No shade to big girls. Wow, <laughs> but it's gonna be a lot to burn. Michael Langdon is the shit, and um, I'm here for the showdown. Whenever the showdown happens, if it happens in two episodes or it happens in five episodes, I am going to be tuned can in. Can I? Can I? May I? I need sixty seconds. I am tired of um, watching it on the DVR so I can fast forward through the commercials. And like the last three episodes have felt like filler episodes to a big showdown. I need a big. I need a big something. Chill. I do need a big something. Mm. I need a big something somewhere along the way. I, I feel like the last three episodes have been... They all get me somewhere, but they continue to lead me on to get me to somewhere. And I would like to know it soon. Wow. Real, real soon. I would like to... Like, this episode, I when y'all were tweeting about it and stuff, I was like, oh, this one's gonna... Oh, this one's gonna take me over the edge. And then I watched this episode, and it did get me somewhere... But I still didn't finish. I didn't get a. I didn't get a finish of any kind. So you guys, Ronald Matters is a size queen that does not know anything about edging. <laughs> it's not. No, I do appreciate. But Ryan Murphy and his co-producers and directors have a lot of amazing talent at their disposal. Not at their disposal because I don't want them to dispose of anybody. But it, you have Jessica Lange. You have Gabrielle Sidibe. You have Billy Porter. You have. Evan Peters, all of these episodes should be banging out. I should be. I I I do agree that I'm getting somewhere every episode, but I need I need some a a few bangs. What do you What are you expecting? Like they're they're holding. When I say patience, Grace Harper, to you, I know that I'm. I'm. When I say it to you, I'm like, okay, so I have to receive the same critique, but I mm -mm, I don't. And and I and I don't watch with commercials, and I'm always tuned in. And the commercials are so dragging on FX. They're like to pay us five ninety five for AFX free or premium or whatever. No, for one channel, get out of my face. They're not giving you a showdown until the very last episode. The, the, enjoy last, two, the, the last two episodes, probably. Enjoy the ride until then. Okay, I'm here. I'm here. But mm, y'all have to give me something. Y'all have to give me something. We had a listener question this week as well. Um, we haven't done either one of our segments. <laughs> so should I do my segment first? Sure. Um, this week in social studies, I want to discuss things that we keep in our desk at work. Um, it's really weird because as I get older, I've always been a person. I don't want to keep nothing in my desk in my job. I, this is a sole personal story. I don't want to keep nothing in my desk in my job. Um, because if I decide to cuss the bitches out and quit, or if I decide, or if they fire me and I got to pack my bag, uh, I pack don't. Light. <laughs> pack lights. Okay. Bag lady realness. But you know, I also realized like I had my last job for a decade, and I've been at this job for two years. I'm I'm really not a pack up and move every day kind of girl, and I need to be more vigilant about the things I keep in my desk. And I came up with this because I want to keep my vitamins in my desk at work. My pure for men, 
I want to keep my vitamin B12 because I need my energy. Why are you taking pure? I need my fiber. It's a fiber pill marketed to gay boys. It's still a fiber pill. I need to keep my fiber. Okay. <laughs> Andy Superman don't want y'all to have y'all fiber out here, but he also don't want y'all shitting on his dick. So what What do you want? What do you want? You can't be not shitting on no dick that you're not getting. <laughs> and I also need to be regular because I have digestive issues. Okay. So, um... I want to keep my vitamins in my desk at work. And so I've been meaning to put my vitamins in my backpack. Because I will, because when I sit at my desk at, for eight hours, I'm like, oh, I'm finna go get me a. Um, Did you say Frenna? Frenna. <laughs> go get me some water. I can take my vitamins at work. And when you're craving um, snacks, Dick. When you <laughs> take your fiber pills at work, and then by the time you get to it, you'll be. Anyway, um, Snacks in the vent number one. Snacks in the vending machines at work are full of sugars and preservatives, and of course, you know cafeterias always will sell you at a higher price, and don't be worth it. So, um, avoid all the sugars and preservatives, and keep you some some healthy snacks like some almonds. Some girls eat beef jerky. I don't know I about eating jerky. it at work, but you know healthy snacks. The second thing is keep your medication at your desk. I know for a fact that my coworkers talk too much and it causes, I don't know if it's tension headaches or stress headaches. You get, you should look at the different places where your headaches are because in the temporals is different if it's the headache in the back of your head. But keep some medication. If you know a leave work for you or Tylenol is usually something that can help your headaches, keep those things. But of course, as previously stated, I was thinking about my vitamins. So keep your medication. It's also important if it radiates or it's a sharp type of pain. So talk to your doctor about what the pain feels like at the onset. Come on, nurse on duty. Okay, great. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about my vitamins. So keep your medication at your desk. If you need your Claritin, like I need my Claritin daily. Or if you need your Flonase, do a double in both nostrils. Or if the- you need a fleet at your desk. We're going to get there next. We can't go stay 30 minutes in the bathroom at work unless it's your lunch break. The last thing I have on my list is your nail kit. Because, you know, like sometimes you get a hangnail or sometimes you just want to refresh or polish. I see so many straight. What's that smell? Oh, you know, just applying a little red to my nails for my day tonight. Man, well, I'm about to buy a little clear. How about that? If you want to foul, you want to press, you want to trim your nails, keep your nails together. Get that dirt from under your nails at work. I saw some lists that had like 21 things. Some lists that had 15 things. What are some things that you like to keep at your desk at work? Comment to us on Instagram in the DMs. Prep. Medications. Because um, if if it's easier for you to know every day when you go on your lunch break to take your prep, that could be a good thing. Um, what items do you keep at your desk at work? There's social studies this week. <clears throat> um, again, like I said, I'm going to piggyback off of that with uh, sexual health. Sexual health this week, I would like to talk to everyone. I'm not going to just talk to bottoms, tops, or verse. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to talk to bottoms, tops, verse, and heterosexual men. Should you be listening? Hey! Please let us know if you are listening, because I really want to know who you are. Um, 
Bottoms, tops, and hetero men should be dushing or fleeting before they get the cakes munched. It is um, a new wave of tops and hetero men that are discovering the joy of getting their box nibbled on. Um, I'm going to give us three reasons why you should break down and get your squirtle on. Squirt, squirt. Um, one, there could be leftover tissue or particles slash dinkleberries. And no one wants to be surprised by any of that. And you will only know that if you are doing a full, thorough cleaning. And so oftentimes, you know, you might start off, you know, if you of the top or the heterosexual man persuasion, getting your dick sucked. And now this person that is sucking your dick has become a little more adventurous. Mm. And, you know, it's gotten to your balls. Mm. And now it's at your taint. Mm. And then before you know it, you feel a little extra, extra lick around, lick around the, the, the rosies. And your posies are getting munched on right now. And so you want to make sure you are prepared in case your posies are getting licked on, rubbed on, and munched on, and all of those things. Amen. Number two, Washing just the outside won't guarantee any unmentionables. Don't play peekaboo during someone else's meal. Play peekaboo? No. <laughs> no, she don't play peekaboo. No. No, 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 no. Play peekaboo like something made like, you know. Knock, knock. Who's there? <laughs> yeah. It's not like coming fully out, but it's out enough for there to be a scent or a taste. And you don't want the scent or the taste of any of that on your partner's mouth because then your partner might be taking their mouth, bringing it back up to your mouth. Because I would do that for shade. I do that. I if it's me, I do. It for, you can't be down here looking at these musty ass fucking balls. I'm coming up here to let you know that these is musty balls, and you need to fix it. Don't have me down here no more. I'll do it once or twice if you're a, a you know a regular partner. I'll do it once or twice and bring it back up to you so I can let you know, so you know that it's getting on your nerves, it's getting on mine. But if it's just a one-off, no pause. Get out. Leave. No JoJo. Yeah, I was getting ready to go there. Leave. Get out. It's still a bop. Um, And that brings me to my third and final point is um, not everyone loves the aromatic man scent that Oh. A lot of other people are starting to enjoy a little BDSM, bit more. BDSM, that community loves that stuff. Yeah, well, it's a more it's bigger than that. Like it's just regular niggas out here that just love the smell of they man when they come in from the gym, coming from work, or blah blah blah. But you don't know that the person you fucking around with is one of those type of people. They may just be the type of person that likes just a little bit of scent. So that means like do a real quick wash. Mm-hmm. A real quick rinse You ain't mm-hmm. gotta like do a full dushing process Like be in there for an hour making sure the water clean But you gotta make sure you get like some water in there Please get a little water in there ma'am A little water, a little soap and water Help me ma'am I mean um, sir or whoever's helping me it, Wow <laughs> Wow um, And so some men also Damn. don't like the scent at all They want to smell roses and fucking bath and body works When they get back there um, And so Give them what they want. If you got to fucking smell like cherry blossom around the asshole, smell like cherry blossom around the asshole inside and out. Question. Um, Council culture is very prevalent these days. 
And a lot of people will counsel you um, on the first experience because you did smell a little taste. But if you appear, like, using you as an example, you appear as if, because you have a beard and you are mask appearing, presenting, you appear as if you would not mind a little smell. You appear to me as your friend of child, a decade at this point, you appear to me as if you would not mind it. Um, how do you know or should you ask all the time, every time? It's really weird. You, but should, to, you should ask until only you... Only be on like day two of conversation or, oh, child, the way gay relationships work, 30 minutes into conversation and you ask him, does he like a little smell or does he want fresh? Yeah, you should... Help me as you a should, No, you should always ask if you think it's a possibility. Okay. Like, if it's the first date and you're like, I am not about to get naked with this nigga no matter how much he paid for dinner, okay. no matter how many shots he buy me, I am just not that kind of girl. He is not going to see me I have that within myself. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so, if you know you are not about to do nothing consensual, period, then cool. You don't even have to have that conversation. But if you feel like, okay, if he say the right things... And he bought me two shots. I might let him look at the going to look like yank yank. Um, then ask those questions, and at least an hour prior to said date, you should be preparing for what y'all talked about. You saying, okay, um, listen, do you? If I let you eat the cat tonight, are you gonna want the cat like alley cat? <laughs> or do you want her like foo foo kitty cat? Cause I can give you fufu kitty cat or I can give you alley cat. I don't know. Which if I think he won't cat, period, I think he go get uh, he gonna get fresh cat. It's gonna be very... everybody don't want fufu kitty cat though. Like there are men you gonna are... get it either way it go because it's what I serve. Some... If you, when you come to this restaurant, you're gonna get it served that way. Some men are turned off, and that's what... but I don't know how to ask communication. How to ask a man if he wants alley cat? <laughs> <laughs> or fufu kitty cat. So some men don't want fufu kitty kitty cat. I've run into men that don't want you to ever like put the cherry blossom Pray and the bath up, and body works, all of that in your ass. If you got to wash your ass, minimum regular soap, nothing with no fucking sense. A little doubt and about it. Yeah, that's that's all. They, yeah, there are men out there that that's all they want. They don't want wow. to smell the fucking. Feminine smelling, quote unquote, feminine smelling things. Oh, to other people, wow, it is feminine smelling. Like they don't want the like. Ooh, I need to keep in my disc at work. I don't know, keep my fiber, because I don't. I still don't want him to get fishy. Cunt. <laughs> he's, he's not gonna get cut. I promise you, no matter what he does back there, he's not gonna get cut. He might even be happy with fishy cut because this sounds like what he's into. Sexual health this week Again make sure you communicate to your partner um, If you're going to be eating the box If box is going to possibly be eaten mm-hmm. How they'd like to have the box eaten And how you should go about Preparing the box to be eaten What is next for us? Songs for our souls Okay thank you guys so much for leaving oh, us Oh we have a listener question Thank you guys so much for leaving us your reviews On Apple Podcasts Search for our name in your Apple Podcast app. Click reviews and click write a review. We do have a new review this week, but I am too intoxicated to read it. So there's that. So thanks, girl. <laughs> um, also, 
this weekend while pressing buttons on my laptop because you know sometimes I actually put down my iPhone and open the whole computer. Um, we've been trending in the Bahamas since June. What did I say? Yeah. Since June. Yeah, we've been trending. So thank you to our Bahamian listeners. Um, Get us uh, booked out there. We would love to come and meet you. I love the Bahamas. I love the Bahamas as well. Nassau, that's the touristy place, so we would love to be there. But, I mean, where the locals go? Yeah. So, if you guys have, like, a, a upcoming trip or a bar or a club that you would love us to host, we'll come and do a live show in the Bahamas just for you guys. We've been trending there since June. It's October. What's going on? Mary. <laughs> um. Send us an invitation. I promise you will come. Listener question this week. Send us your listener questions to hereforapod at gmail.com or to any inbox where you can find us on social media. I received this question via text message two hours ago. Yikes. Right. Email or social media. He's like, no, I'm going to text it. Um, This is a follow-up from Tomosexual. He says, dear hereforap, it's Tomosexual again. I'm here with the praise report. <laughs> Sorry. I have been dating a guy for about a month. We have been enjoying each other's company. He is really handsome and very sexy, but his feet really look like he kicks rocks. Yeah. His feet really look like he kicks rocks all day. I tried my point. I no. tried getting my point across that I enjoy foot play, Mm-mm. but I don't think he was understanding. I think homosexual had this problem the same time he came to us. I was about to throw my whole nigga away. We gave him a recommendation. He said he responded with the... Okay, I was about to throw the whole nigga away. Suddenly, I remembered Superman's advice that I might have to pay for it because you told him it the last time. We had a conversation, and now... I will be cash apping him monthly so he can make sure his toes are in tip top condition. Thanks for your advice, Eddie Superman. I love y'all so much. Thanks. P.S. Eddie Superman. Oh Lord. How much do I have to cash app you <laughs> for a picture of your toes? Um. Right. Listen. I told you when I received the question. Like somebody wants to know. You can you can DM the podcast so about how that. Much, so how much are you paying for? Uh, I will be cash shopping him monthly, so he can make sure his toes are in tip top condition. How much is two pedicures a month? This bi weekly, forty five. Uh, it's it's only it's only forty for me. Like when I get my manicure and my pedicure at the same time. Okay, man, it's pedicure is forty. Yeah, forty. So maybe twenty five thirty for just the pedicure. Okay. Well, um, homosexual. My price answer. My, no, my prices may be a little bit different. Make sure you DM the podcast, and we will give you we'll get you a direct answer. Because the prices for the pedicure and the prices for the um, personal photos is yeah. two separate things, right? I'm, I have to hire a photographer, of course. So yeah, songs for our souls this um, week. I do have a mental health key. Oh, um, we haven't had a mental health key in a while. I forgot. We had one last week with oh um, yeah. Thank you, Jazz. Jazz. Hands. Hey, hey, hey. We found we are so we went oh sober October is no more. I should update you guys. So many updates. Um, fifty nine minutes into the podcast. Um, sober October is no more. Um, I had decided well, it's almost November. On, I had decided on Sunday that I had been through enough and made it through them those things soberly that I deserve to have a drink. Seven. And I also um 
didn't remember how I got home Sunday because it was my first day back to drinking. Eight or nine. <laughs> and my BFF said I called him when I got on the metro. I called him when I got home from the metro. And so I just thank God for Jesus. Um, I knew the right things to do. Um, but I do need to somehow, some kind of way, find it to take control of my drinking. And as a black gay man with the platform, I can openly admit to you guys that I have an issue with drinking. Um, and I'm continuing to work. I know that being sober isn't... Ooh, child. I, my life is too... I have a lot going on. Um, but I also know that like attempting to be sober isn't working for me because it stresses me out and I wish I could drink all the time. So I've got to find a happy medium between sober, sobriety and drinking. And I hope that you guys listening to this podcast will also... Um, be able to admit things openly and honestly amongst yourselves. Um, and so I openly admit that I have an alcoholism issue on this podcast. A very popular drug is not Coke, is not Tina, um, but I suffer with alcoholism and I'm going through that on this podcast. And I've got to find a happy medium. And I just thank God that my best friend answered my phone call when I said I'm getting on the train. And when I got home, he said, I told you being drunk all the time ain't cute, sis. I was like, well, you told me when I was drunk, so I don't remember it. Um, so what good did it do? Um, but anyway. The mental health key goes directly. Shout out to Jazz. Shout out to Jazz. This was the second thing. Yes. Thank my you. one thing was my own personal story. And the second thing is thank you so much to Jazz for helping us. Because I also suffer from compassion fatigue. These white girls calling the police on us, and then Nisi Nash coming out with the New York Times opinion comedy piece. Shout out to Jazz. I love Jazz. Okay. Yeah, thank you, Jazz Hands of the Brown Liquor Report, for being our very first guest. Um, and we will definitely be inviting you back. Um, and if you guys have recommendations for other guest hosts for us, we may be interested. Um, but like I said, our the mental health key this week goes definitely in line with. Uh, what Ronald was saying, and it comes from the late, great, eternal Maya Angelou, of course. You will encounter many defeats, mm-hmm. but you must never be defeated. It is necessary to get over it and through it to get to where you belong. And you can use that mental health key for alcoholism, for sexual addiction, for um, anger management, for um, anything else that is going on in your life right now that you feel out of control for. There is going to be many steps in your path and you don't have to be defeated. Continue to take those steps to get to where you want to, where you want to be and where you want to, where you belong is the mental health key this week. Oh, baby, baby, how was I supposed to know? Is that your song for yourself? 20 years ago. Oh, Lord. Um, is it 20 years? 19 years? The gag is this the anniversary. Report, oh, report in my notes, I put 20. So, Britney Spears posted on her Instagram today that um, Baby One More Time came out in 1998, October 23rd, 1998. I must confess that my loneliness is killing me now. Don't you know? I still believe that you will be here to give me a sign. 
Hit me, baby, one more time. Not physically, like, domestic <laughs> abuse. Like, give me a sign that you still love me. No, Rihanna. Um. So, shout out to Britney Spears, because Britney Jean, baby, she just announced her um second Las Vegas show this week on Ellen. Shout out to her um, PR girl. Heather Girls on Instagram live at midnight trying to figure out what the hell is going on because Ellen's going live at midnight and we have to be up and awake for this. We're soccer moms. Ellen, why do you have us up this late at night? What's going on? So shout out to Ellen on her Instagram live um, with the Britney Spears announcement for her second Las Vegas show. And um, hit me, baby, one more time. 20 years. The Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, NSYNC, Jessica Simpson, where were we when all of these things were going on? Middle school. That's how old we are. <laughs> you keep looking away, but that's how old we were. 20 years ago, October 23rd, 1998. I'm timeless. I don't know about you. <laughs> um, this week, the song for my soul. Um, Shout comes... out to single ladies still, because single ladies is like a decade old. But Yeah. Um... This is uh, like one of the most disrespectful fucking breakup songs that I've ever heard in my life, which is why. Fuck out of here by Tony Braxton. <laughs> which is why I love it. Fuck <laughs> um, <clears throat> out of here. Close. Fuck what I said. <laughs> <laughs> it don't mean shit now. Fuck the presents. You might as well throw them shits out. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all those kisses. They didn't mean jack. Fuck you, you hoe. I don't want you back. <laughs> Fuck what I said. Uh-huh. It don't mean shit now. Fuck all the presents. Might as well throw them out. <laughs> you thought you could keep me. You thought you could keep this shit from me. Yeah, you burnt bitch. I even heard the story. Wow. You played me. You even gave him a head. Oh, now you're asking for me back. You just another hag. Look elsewhere. Huh? You just another hag? No, I got the word. This whole song. What? <laughs> Who is this about? I Don't Want You Back came out in 2004 by Eamon. And uh, when I tell you it's like the mood 30 seconds after you break up with somebody. He was it is, it is the motherfucking mood. Like you reimagine all of the things, good, bad, or indifferent, that has happened in the time you have wasted with this nigga. Um... And you just be like, girl, fuck, girl, fuck, fuck you, Uh-oh. girl. What do you mean? Look at you. I wasted my whole fucking, all my time with you. You being hoggish. I wasted money. I wasted I kisses, presents. I wasted all of these things with you. And no, girl, I huh. don't want you back. Amen. Spelled E A M O N. In two thousand four, he let his whole fucking feelings out. He flamed this bitch. On all the charts, I think it charted at like number nine was like the highest it got. It was like on the dance charts. It was it was, on the it pop was like, charts. It was. It had remixes. Pick a chart. <laughs> it was there. Eamon meant what he said when he told this bitch he he did not want her ass back. He had a second single and it did kind of good too, but yeah. I don't remember what the second song was. Yeah, but this but this one. one. <laughs> Was the one <laughs> Not only did you motherfucking give me chlamydia bitch ah! You was out here sucking other niggas dicks And you think that I want you back Girl Bye Adios 
Vamos. Get the fuck out of here. Song for my soul this week. Thank you, Amen. Whew. Um, now we have moved into our here for it. You appear to not be here for several things. So yeah, two things. Because mine is really bright. Okay, two things. One, you know, just like on a very vague, this is not to a person in particular, but if you gonna be a bad bitch, you know what? I'm a bad bitch. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna make this decision because I'm that girl. Well, um, girl, you also got to be prepared for the backlash. Did you um, think, did you map out, you know, haters going to say this and haters going to feel this way and it's going to, you know, get on my nerves, but I can, I can foresee, foreshadow and um, be prepared for, in Jesus name, um, those things and those things won't get to me. When you pretend to be a bad bitch. And have not mapped out the full situation. Miss. Take your ass. Back in front of your MapQuest app. In front of your Google Maps. Or whatever your app. TomTom. Whatever you use. It goes sit down somewhere. Because you're not fully a bad bitch. Is this about Donnie McClurkin? What she do this week? She did something this week. <laughs> she do something every week. Okay. She pretended to be a bad I was going to say. Because she is the type of girl. She probably did. No, I read across a headline that said Chrisette Michelle was suicidal after performing at the Trump inauguration. I was like, first of all, the Trump inauguration was 27 headlines ago. Pick a topic. He done had so many headlines since his inauguration. But Pick then, a side! <laughs> I also remember, like, it's happened to other bitches who thought they was bad bitches, then turn around and change their mind. Like Megan Kelly with this blackface shit because um, Megan Kelly's like, I don't see the problem with blackface. And before the time we could record this podcast, she didn't apologize. <laughs> Ma'am, if you're gonna be a bad bitch, be a bad bitch. You don't know what's wrong with blackface, Megan Kelly. You had five people on the panel because you a bad bitch that was gonna support your opinion. One girl that was going to gate because four out of five, but still, Megan Kelly, I don't see the problem with blackface with your dumb ass. Keep that same energy, girl, when the shade room share and three million black people read you. Fox News, NBC, Viacom. If you a bad bitch, keep that same energy. You don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how come the girl from Orange is the New Black could did blackface and she had to apologize. I don't know how come, girl, the sky is blue. Keep the same energy, bitch. When bitches come at you and tell you, girl, take your contacts out. Adjust your prescription. Whatever they tell you. And also to bitches like Eddie Superman. Oh. Who tell me that I have to be fully versatile when I know I'm a power bottom. <laughs> Keep the same energy. Bitch, you not though. <laughs> the fuck? I know I'm a power bottom. Girl, okay. The second thing, <laughs> moving on. Um, the disabled black woman on a flight on Ryanair got yelled at. I put it in my things and I got to find the tab. There's a video. You know, I got tabs. It says she was Delcy Gale, 77 years old. Um, she's disabled. And so she got to board first. 
and they put her in the little aisle seat. And then eventually boarding group C or D or A and B, whatever, they got to board. And this white man, gray-haired, older, his name is David Lawrence. Oh, no, David Lawrence filmed the incident. See, um, you're trying to put the Lawrence out nah, in this. I'm trying to... Gail 77, okay. So what was the white man's name? Mm. Tom. Who knows? Who cares? Okay, and so the 77-year-old disabled person got to sit in the in her seat first because she's on the aisle seat, but eventually some old white man got had, who had the window seat got on the plane, and he was like, hey, I have the window seat. You need to get up. And she was attempting to lift her body as a disabled person and, you know, move. He was like, hey, you need to move faster. Hey, get out the way. I'm a white man and I deserve um the world and what about Columbus Day it just passed and blah, 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 blah. Whatever white people do and aggressive. And so her daughter, who was also on the same flight, but you know, in a different area, because I don't think, I personally do not believe that they were privy to um, Ryanair is like the spirit airlines of Europe. It sounds really gentrified. It, it, it's like the cheap airline, and they have so many cheap things going on. And so to de- to delay the flight because this white man is on here acting up would cost them a lot of money. And they already didn't have leg room, no shade, to the disabled lady. It was a lot going on. And so he was like, you need to move, and blah, blah, blah. And other passengers, another black male passenger decided to record the incident. He didn't step in. Which, you know, we also have trouble with that because if you see something, say something. Or is it better to just record it and let social media... Twitter gonna do its thing. Twitter is gonna, Twitter is gonna do its thing. Very much so. Especially, <laughs> you especially just, if you're a big black man. If he would have stepped in, problems. The whole... Evacuate the whole aircraft. This angry black man has attacked the white man. Terrorism. Let, so just record... Make sure your uh, battery is full. Make sure you got enough memory to record at least five minutes of something. Period. So, um, um while the black, yeah, you did, and I told you last week. Girl, and you. so, um, the black man was recording, and it showed where another passenger, even after the white man got to go sit in his window seat, he was still like going in at this old black grandma. She's seventy-seven years old and disabled. Her daughter stepped in and was like, hey, this is my mom. She disabled. What's going on here? He was like, I need my window seat. And she's not moving fast enough for me because I'm a white man in Europe. So they helped the grandma move out the way so he can go sit down. He continued. And another passenger, white male, said, hey, man, stop. You're being a little aggressive. You see that this lady has all these things going on. You get to your seat. Just shh. And he just continued and continued. And the black lady, uh, um, the air fl- airline Flight attendant came Flight in and said, ma'am, do you want to move? She agreed to move somewhere close to where her daughter was. I seriously think that this could have been prevented if she would just sit next to her mama. But I, I know that like, book airline tickets and you don't always know what's going on. And it just happened to end up this way. And with budget airlines, moving seats could... You might as well have just flown whatever else she was going to fly. So they just left it the way it was. Um, but they just, for free, moved the mama to somewhere closer to her daughter. He just continued and continued. And so when they landed, the black man who recorded it uploaded to Facebook. And they had got like 
seven million views. Um, and then scrutiny came for Ryan Air, of course, of Europe, because wow, y'all really didn't do nothing. And this white man got the whole road to himself. And just wow. So black man, you just recorded it and didn't say nothing. So now all this all these scrutinies come up come about. And as a budget airline, it 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 costs more money to stop a whole flight because this white man acting up, which is why white people need to get it together. Dot org, dot com, dot mil, dot gov, dot all the things. Um, but you know, um, I'm just not here for it because these white people continue to get us, and now we're being blamed because we record the incidents and upload them to social media. You can't do that to us. We record the incidents, we upload them to social media. I'm sure if grandma was in danger, 77 years old, disabled, that black man would have stepped in. We all know that black man would have stepped in. So let's not scrutinize him for recording the incident, uploading it to social media. And now Ryanair has had to upload like three or four statements. They're trying to figure it out. They're trying to get things together. They're trying to, oh, we're including the law enforcement. And we're um, telling law enforcement who was seated in 77A. They Ryanair has got to get it together because they don't want the, this shade. So they're getting it together. Shout out to Ryanair. I know it's going to take a couple of days. But I'm not here for people who are scrutinizing a black man who recorded. And I'm not here for um, that man being mean to this 77-year-old disabled woman, paraplegic, who can't use her legs. She did her best to use her upper body strength to get up so he could go fucking sit down. And even after he sat down, carried on. What the fuck? I'm not here for it. That's all I got. I just, because, child, you got to see the details of the story. Yeah, again, it's all over social media. <clears throat> um, what I am here for this week, I am Thank you. absolutely here for Thank something you. this week. Netflix has, like, they have all kinds of great things coming out. Just Dancing wonderful, Queen. Wonderful content. Dancing wonderful Queen is material. good. Watch Dancing Queen. Wonderful material coming out. Um, they released a trailer this past week for Super Drags. What? Super Drags. Okay. Um, it is a cartoon where um, they have three drag queens um, fighting crime, sucking dick. Not sucking dick. <laughs> no, they no, they are doing like sexually explicit things in, in the in the cartoon. It is in the vein of Powerpuff Girls, but it is passionately R-rated. So it's got an NC-17? Okay, it's got no, an it's, R. Yeah, it's, it's R-rated. Because it's not like real dick, it's cartoon dick. Like it's but cartoon. no, like when you... Oh, like on Netflix. Big Mouth. Like on Big Mouth, you, like they show penis. They, they're doing they the same. They do on Big Mouth? I don't ever see it. Yeah. Oh. If you're a fan of Big Mouth, go watch this um, trailer. Uh, it's on YouTube right now for the Netflix show Super Drags. Okay. And so it's basically... It's real life drag queens, um, voiced by drag queens. They included black drag queens. Yeah, like Latrice Royale and stuff is on these. I don't. I don't remember seeing Latrice Nina Royale. Nina Brown. Oh, this is not the Wild Presents. Um, no, this is a real cartoon <laughs> special. A real cartoon special. I gotta on Google Netflix. this. I gotta Google it. Um, but there are. We are actually entering these spaces that we should have been in a long time ago. Um, Say the name one more time because I'm good. I'm on Netflix. Super drags. Okay, super drags. That's why I like your statements because you be telling me stuff I didn't know. Um, and so again, like I said, it's in the spirit of Powerpuff Girls. And so if you like Powerpuff Girls, 
uh, but you want to see some gay shit in the vein of Powerpuff Girls, this is the show for you. Um, it is coming out very, very soon. It looks amazing. Go check out the trailer. <laughs> um, again, they have like dicks, ass, real drag things going on in the background of it. But it's like in the vein of Powerpuff Girls. And we all need that kind of fucking um, release. Like you can watch a cartoon, but still identify with the cartoon and they be talking about gay shit. Like, of course, I am. I'm here for it. I'm going to rewatch all of it. And if you don't think that I'm going to be reviewing each and every fucking episode of oh this here motherfucking show, watch it. you are wrong. Okay. I'm going to be reviewing it. I'm going to Super Drag. On Netflix. Check out the trailer on YouTube. I'm absolutely here for it. Can't wait to watch. Since three gay co-workers at a department store lead double lives as superhero drag queens. <laughs> like that first line bites it. Three gay co-workers at a department store lead double lives as superhero drag queens. It's like, bitch, I got an idea. <laughs> I love it. I got a show idea. <laughs> Who thought of that? Wow. I love it. Add it to my watch list so when it comes out. November 9th, you show up on my watch list. Yeah, um, so that's what I'm here for. And now we have gotten to our last calls. Ooh, I feel like I've been talking to you forever. I'm tired of talking to you. You're talking to our wonderful fans. Where's thank my you, boyfriend at? Thank you to all 510 of our subscribers. If you are listening so every week, make sure that you subscribe so you can be the first to hear our content right when we publish it every morning. You may also be able to get some free things. We're still working we're on coming up in yeah, the future. We have things. But if you're not subscribed, you can't get shit. I was going to say we do have things. Don't be telling them stuff before we. Ha- I be telling them stuff, so I'm sure you can tease a little bit. Yes. <laughs> it is time for our last call. So if you guys also have a shot, pour you a shot. We got stuff coming up. Shout out to Milagro Tequila One of our faves My last call this week is to um, Rihanna Bagel Fuck everything up Fenty Huh Um, She put her dick where the NFL's Mouth is And Told them to swallow the whole thing Thank you Don't lick the tip First of all Rihanna can I come Can I have a second Oh yeah sure (laughs) Um I like Rihanna. She did not tell them to lick the tip, suck the, whole suck the thing. top. The whole thing. Give me, you know, I'm going to put a hand on it. Mm-mm. No hands. Just, no hands. Move. You girls will swallow my whole fucking dick and be happy about it. I'm absolutely here for it. And what I'm saying is um, the story that came out this week that she turned down the uh, NFL's Super Bowl halftime, which we have all been like, why the fuck has Rihanna not done this yet? Like, this is made for Rihanna to do. She has the catalog. She can dance sometimes. Jokes. Um, she's a, a great performer. It would be a great show. Everyone would love to see Rihanna do this. Um, and they offered it to her. And allegedly, they offered it to Pink as well. And Kaya has uh, surfaced and said that they offered it to her. But nobody believes that. Um, but they really did offer it to Rihanna, and Rihanna really did turn them the fuck down in support of Colin Kaepernick. And it is the biggest dick energy move of 
fall right now. Like I don't even I I can't I don't know if I can quantify it as the year because the year ain't over yet. So we're gonna see. But like that's a moment when you can turn down the biggest stage for promotional opportunity, even though it's a free gig. Like there are so many millions of people watching it at one time that like there is no artist that can say no to the Super Bowl. Because it's just such a great platform for you to say, look at me, I'm great. Don't you want to go buy my albums? Like every artist that does it, their their albums, their past albums, even if their albums haven't even been out for 10 years, automatically spike in sales. Merch automatically spikes. Like they make so much money in the ancillary market when they do these type of things that is almost like a detriment to your career when you don't. And Rihanna said, my dick is big enough. That I don't need that shit And if doing it is going to be Put me on the other side of history Against Colin Kaepernick means I don't ever have to do it I don't ever have to do it And I respect the fuck out of that Because Rihanna said that her career Is going to survive Re-fucking-gardless She is going to be a platinum girl Re-fucking-gardless She is going to sell out concerts Re-fucking-gardless She is going to sell out Fenty Beauty Re-fucking-gardless and I am super fucking here for it. What are your thoughts on um, Maroon 5? Girl. Being elected and then they want Cardi B to come do her Girls Like You song that Sympathy and Payola paid for. Sympathy and Payola. That's what I really think about that. <laughs> uh, my last call this week goes to everyone who bought Here For It Pod merch. Um, here For It Shop on Instagram. We are technically sold out. We're technically sold out. I will say that out loud. Um, but we love seeing photos of you guys in our merch. So if it comes down to happy hour, spend like $40, $50 at happy hour and like put $50 into the merch so you guys can continue to get merch. We are kind of sort of doing that, but we're kind of sort of not doing that. And we hope that you guys stop buying merch because we don't know what's going on. And it's a crazy thing we are trying to figure out i interrupt my co-host and saying continue to buy the merch thank you so we are much trying to figure it out <laughs> we we will have it figured out and we appreciate everyone that has been enthusiastically buying our merch continue we love it to check it out we and we have two new shirt ideas for the holidays and so and if you we are, are with those th- I was trying to tease let me tease you won't let me tease and so if you are excited about our merch um, and you have already bought it, we really appreciate it. Make sure you stay tuned we because we have new things coming out for we the holiday season. And so out. if you don't want to get it for yourself because you don't feel like you're problematic, buy your, your friend a problematic um, shirt. Because them niggas might be problematic. Not them niggas. They might be white. They might be Amy you can Schumer. Be, you can still be a white they nigga. They might be Emma Schumer. You can still be a white nigga. Say Amy mo- Schumer, buy a problematic shirt. Mauricio said... <laughs> That there are white niggas in Westchester. We have some. I like you guys. Thank you guys so much for buying here for a pie merch. Um, we are actively working on um, the t-shirt ideas. They won. We don't know if they'll come to market, but we are working on those ideas. And those people have received their t-shirts um, in the mail this weekend or today. They received them this week. And so, um, so much. I don't know. Here for a pie merch. I'm so excited. Thank and you guys so much for listening. This week's episode of Here for a Podcast. Make sure you 
follow the show on the internet at Here For It Pod. And follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N. Um, you can find me on FarmersOnly.com. Okay, we plan for the fall crops. What's that? I'm doing my seeding and harvesting. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> I tried to not laugh. <laughs>